6: Another year, another year at home for the Browns and Bills. That's not hard to believe, but another year gone. Where's the time go, guys? It was, you just heard, this is the Talk of Fame Network, but this is the New Year's edition of the Talk of Fame Network, coming to you, as always, from the Renai Studio. There are a lot of people and places to say goodbye to in this year, 2016. David Bowie, Muhammad Ali, Pat Summit, Arnold Palmer, John Glenn. We just lost Carrie Fisher. And, of course... The Cleveland Browns, 17-game losing streak. So, Goose, what or who are you going to miss most from 2016?
2: Well, as someone who's covered pro football for four decades and as someone who can appreciate a good quote, I'll go with Buddy Ryan. He always had something to say and, more importantly, was willing to say it. And There was nothing politically correct about our guy Buddy. You know, today's game really could use more characters like Buddy, and he was a pretty darn good football coach as well.
6: Gooseman, You remember when he had something to say to Kevin Gilbride on the same
2: <laughs> side? Yes, he did. Action speaks louder than words. Yeah, there you
6: go. Wasn't so much what he said, what he did. Hey, Ronnie, um, you're next up. I, I know you're going to miss another appeal for Deflategate, right?
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, not so much. Oh, not, not so much. Okay, so, but
6: next to that, what are you going to miss most about
0: uh, 2016? Well, for, for me personally, you know, this is kind of uh, uh, this is a personal thing. The passing of Muhammad Ali and his dear friend Howard Bingham who well, I'm proud to say were both friends of mine. Uh, you know, you just don't replace guys like that. Ali's place in history, we all know. But Howard Bingham, uh, you know, is, a, is the kind of friend that each of us should hope that we have one of. I mean, no one was more loyal to Ali and took less from him, took nothing from him, actually. And people forget that Howard was, uh, you know, a great photographer in his own, right. worked for Life magazine, and he used to kid me and say, I'm the riot photographer. You know, you got a riot in Detroit, send Howard. <laughs> riot in Baltimore, send Riot Chicago, send Howard. Uh, you know, he was... Uh, Truly really talented guy but also a wonderful friend and really a lesson for all of us of what it means to be a friend
6: well like goose i'm gonna miss another quote machine but this guy he didn't pass away but but he's gone and that's rex ryan um mm-hmm. listen love him or loathe him he was always always entertaining ron you know that being in the same division with him Best. for many years you see him twice a year you listen to him twice a year. And the guy was money um and i know he didn't win in buffalo but Ronnie did beat your Patriots. In fact, he, he blanked them, and I realized it was a backup quarterback, third-string quarterback, but it doesn't matter. I think that should count for something,
0: right? Sure. Well, yeah.
6: Let's go have a snack. <laughs> let's go have a <laughs> snack. Yeah, we use him on the show. He's so good. But apparently it didn't count for anything. I guess counting to 11 meant more. But uh, next to that, of course, guys, as you know, I'm going to miss saying free Tom Brady. <laughs>
7: Free Brady! Hey, That's correct. Yeah.
6: You. Please. Well, Tom Brady is in here with us today, but we do have a Tom terrific lineup to finish the year, starting with ah! Hall of Fame semifinalist Heinz Ward. Thank you very much, Derek Burns, our producer. Heinz Ward is here. He's up for the class of 2017. Chargers tight end and Hall of Famer Kellen Winslow starred the epic in Miami, 1982. And former Chiefs great Ed Podolak, who started in the longest game in NFL history, that two-overtime loss to Miami 45 years ago this month. In fact, it was last week. because, what is it about Miami? It seems these great games are in Miami, these epics, except, well, not so much lately. But because um, I was happy to see that game, and I'm talking about the Podolak game, plugged last weekend by NBC on the Christmas night telecast of the Chiefs' win over Denver. And they did, in fact, show a clip of Ed scoring en route to his, what, 350 yards that night. I, I thought that was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, Ed was a classic case of a non-Hall of Fame player having a Hall of Fame day. Pollock was as good as any offensive player who ever touched the football on that given day with his one, runs, receptions, and returns. For one day in his life, he got to be Red Grange.
6: Oh, that's pretty good. Um, we're going to have a chance to talk to Ed about that later. Boy, being compared to Red Grange is any good thing. Um, but first, I, I, I want to ask you guys a couple things about what's ahead in the coming days and maybe the next week. And let's start with next week's Hall of Fame vote, as a matter of fact. As you know, if you've listened to the show, and we hope you have, the list of 15 finalists. We've got 26 semifinalists right now, but that list will be cut down to 15. It's going to be announced next week, Tuesday, January 3rd. And we're going to be there for it. But right now, I want some early predictions from you guys. You're on the board of selectors, so am I. I, I want to know who you think is... A a no brainer. And Goose, I'll start with you. Who are your no brainers for the the final 15?
2: Uh, Damian Tomlinson, Kurt Warner, and Brian Dawkins are the guys I think will be the slam dunks to be in the uh, 15 finalists.
0: Ronnie, you good with that? Well, you know, when it comes to no brains, that's me. Uh, That's my (laughs) my business. That's right. (laughs) That's right. So I'm going with Goose Man. Yeah, that makes, (laughs) makes perfect sense. I think those are the logical guys, although I'm not so sure about Dawkins because he plays the wrong position, as we all know.
6: And and he's also first-time eligible. I mean, he's the first time he he was uh, certainly he is Hall of Fame worthy. We've had him on the show before. His case is um, pretty complete. His resume is awfully good and deep, but you're right. um, Plays a safety position that the Hall doesn't feel to voters aren't real receptive to, and and he's a first-time eligible guy. But um, let's go to the second question I want to ask you about this. Who are your surprise picks? I mean, Gus, you got one or two guys that you think uh, may sneak under the wire here and get into the Final 15?
2: Yeah, I think my surprise pick would be an offensive tackle, either Tony Baselli or Mike Ken. I think wow. both deserve to be discussed, but my gut tells me that only one of them will.
6: Goose, if that's the case, which one would you pick of those two?
2: Because latest is the greatest, pr- probably Bocelli.
0: Okay. Ron, you got the surprise pick or picks? Well, I think uh, two guys, I'm biased to one of them, Ty Law. He's the only corner uh, that's uh, that's eligible. But I think, again, defensive player, and, and he, uh, he he played on uh, three Super Bowl teams. But, uh, you know, erroneously, a lot of the credit was went to the coach and the quarterback when those were defensive teams, which everybody's forgotten. And the other one is Kevin Moway, who I think a lot of uh, momentum has begun to build up for him. Seems like uh, it. Yeah. And we've been part of that, frankly.
6: Yeah, we've been and, part of and, it. We had him and, on here.
0: Yeah, I'm proud to, to, to be part of it. Uh, but I, I, when I first saw the list, I said, "Well, I don't, I don't think this is happening uh, this year." But now I'm starting to feel more and more that he's going to be there.
6: Well, we have Hines Ward coming up later, as I mentioned. <clears throat> How do you guys see his chances of getting through the final 15? As, especially since the three other wideouts in that queue—Terrell uh, Owens, Ike Bruce, and Torrey
2: Holt—yeah, he's got some pretty stiff competition. And, and we, as a committee, tend to make wide receivers wait their turn. You know, if Ward is a finalist, it's because he's the freshest in the minds of the voters. And if he is, my guess is Mike Marts is going to be a very unhappy camper.
6: He, he was last year. I know that. Hey, Ronnie, um, yes. you have a long shot. And I mean, beyond a tie law um, or Kevin Moai uh, that you want to see make it. Some guy you really would like to see get in there.
0: Well, the guy I think Goose and I both love to see get in the Hall of Fame is Ward Anderson because it's right. ridiculous that the all-time right. leading scorer isn't in the isn't in his sports hall of fame. I mean, find another sport that doesn't have the leading scorer uh, all time in their hall of fame. It's kind of nuts. But you guys know you're bucking a number of things. And one is there still remains a number of voters in that room who think kickers are not football players. Yeah, that's right. and, and to me, it's crazy. I mean,
6: and you would know, Ron, because you had to present Ray Guy, and it took him, what, eight tries as a finalist to finally get yeah, him. He only I mean, got is as a senior candidate.
0: Right. No, you're right. And, and, and I don't understand how you can sort of arbitrarily make that decision. You know, why don't we just decide that, you know what, uh, guards aren't really a important positions. So let's not put any guards in. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, it's silly, but it's been killing kickers. I mean, Jan Stenerud's <laughs> in there, and if you had to win a game and you could have Jan Stenerud or Morton Anderson, you know, which guy do you want? Right, uh, Justin Tucker. <laughs> I was going to say Adam Vinatieri, but <laughs> yeah, there you uh, right uh, yeah, you know, and, and but I, 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 think he's a real long shot, and unfairly yeah. so.
6: Well, speaking of long shots, Goose Man, you're Detroit Lions, yes, Detroit Lions. are <laughs> trying I to blow the NFC North. Thought I was a NFC homer North. for
2: Dallas. What, 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 <laughs> you're
8: you're everywhere, Goose.
6: You're Kansas City Chiefs. That's what happens when you're it all over the it's country. You're Chiefs. You're Cowboys. It's you're a Lions. More you grew homes
8: up. Than-
6: <laughs> You grew up in the Detroit area, and and they're trying to blow that NFC North, and and I'll be honest with you, they're doing a great job. It was a big game Sunday night. They're playing the Packers in Detroit. Who do you like?
2: Well, it's hard to argue against uh, Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are playing their best football season right now. The Lions are not. The Lions aren't healthy, and all that doesn't bode well for the Motor City. Agreed. Both teams and both quarterbacks have
0: proven track records. One wins when the pressure's on, the other one doesn't. So I'll go with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers.
6: Gooseman, let's just say Green Bay does win. Are they a threat to the Cowboys?
2: Oh, very definitely. You know, the NFL's quarterback league. Green Bay has one of the best. The guy hasn't thrown an interception in six weeks. He's won a Super bowl. He knows how to get there. You know, you really can't bet against Rodgers, Brady, Roethlisberger, Wilson in January. You know, you do so at your own risk. Those guys all know how to get there. Okay.
6: Well, we're going to stop right there. When we return, it's not just the season of giving. Nope. It's the season of giving back, and that's just what we're going to do when we come back from commercial. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.
8: Hi, Tom Bodet, trying out one of those standing desks. Now I have the pleasure of working without the nuisance of being comfortable. Not sure a standing desk is for me. I'm really more of a resting couch kind of guy. But there is one thing I can stand behind, and that's Motel 6 offering clean, comfortable room still for a great low price. Now, where did I put my sitting chair? I'm Don Baudet, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com.
9: The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.375%. APR, 4.51%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN.
10: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, Access.org, number 3030.
7: Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 dollars croissant sandwich.
2: Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant sandwich deal, two for
7: $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. Well said, Marty Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant Hey, this is not breakfast This is a Burger King breakfast Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4 Only at Burger King Price participation vary
11: Hey, ready, Mom? First, I want to grab my secret weapon Oh, a new paddle? Nope, my Centrum Silver Multivitamins Just discovered that now they're verified Non-GMO and gluten-free Oh, cool Okay, here we
3: go Centrum Silver, with daily support for your heart, brain, eyes, and more.
11: Score!
3: Centrum Silver, for all the most important parts of you. Now verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Check Centrum.com for details and Sunday's newspaper for a coupon.
10: If your
8: computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at SimpleGreen.com.
12: This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Um, yeah, I have questions.
11: Prescription drugs aren't as bad as street drugs, right? Weed's legal, isn't it?
7: Drinking is worse than smoking weed. Isn't it? Why is heroin so addictive? Molly
11: just makes you feel happy. I have questions. Mom? Dad? Did you ever try drugs?
9: They're going to ask. Be ready. Go to drugfree.org. A message from Partnership for Drug-Free Kids.
12: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Hey, the
6: Talk of Fame Network sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com, and you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. We're also sponsored by MyCleanPC. Yeah, they're back, MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose doesn't, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, yes, minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up and clean out. What may be slowing it down. That's mycleanpc.com. Hey, uh, this is the New Year's edition of the Talk of Fame Network. And coming up, we're going to hear from 2017 Hall of Fame semifinalist, Heinz Ward. But before we do, it's still the Christmas season. Yeah, it's the 12 days of Christmas. That's what we hear. It's still the Christmas season. And there's nothing, nothing that says Christmas-like. What, guys? Christmas returns. That's right. Yeah, we we have the island of misfit toys. There you go. Um, so here at the Talk of Fame Network, well, we're going to set up our own island of misfit boys and goose. You can relax. I don't want to pack you in. I say we're not returning any of your Dallas Cowboys. No, this is going to be a place where you can return uh, players, plays, coaches, GMs. I don't care. You name it from 2016. Because, well because they weren't really what you were looking for. So, Goose, you're first in line
2: at customer care. This is your chance. What or who do you want to return? I want to return Brock Osweiler. Texans spent $72 million on Osweiler, hoping he could be the answer to their quarterback problems. But he was benched in Week 16, and the Texans are the only team in the NFL this season not to have an individual 300-yard passer. I want my money back.
0: <laughs> um, being a guy who likes to read books, I want to return the NFL rule book. Nobody understands it anymore. The NFL constabulary all interprets it differently, and there's no consistency that comes from it. Hence, return it for a new one that their own officials can all understand and in the same language.
6: W- wait a minute, Ron. You want... Constabulary? Was that the, was that
0: the no, word constab- constabulary? That's What's right? the constabulary? Must be the dudes who put the handcuffs on people like me when I was a young boy.
6: Oh, I want my dictionary back. Holy cow! <laughs> All right. Well, since You're trying to raise a- the level here, you know, you're trying coming, to raise the you know? level, right? Well, since this is the island of misfit boys, I'm going to make it run an archipelago. Yes, there we go. By returning another island, as in isn't that what they have in St.
0: Louis, an archipelago, or is that (laughs) just an arc?
6: (laughs) You're looking for the St. Louis archipelago, you're out of luck. Um, But anyway, Reeves Island, yeah, you talk about disappointment, Darrell Reeves. Yeah, Ron, you saw him twice this year. He was so bad. There were stories out there that said he didn't want to play anymore. Well, I believe him because he sure acted like it. You know, once upon a time, and you guys remember, Ron, you covered him. He was the best yeah. corner in the game. Yeah, no best corner of the, Yeah, but now he's the most overpaid corner in the game.
2: I want my money back. Gentlemen, I'd like to return the Rams. To St. Louis, the joy of football returned to Los Angeles has been washed away by a 4 and 11 season. This wasn't the Bob Waterfield, John Arnett, Roman Gabriel, and Deacon Jones Rams of the past. Is it too late to ship Stan Kroenke and his team back to St. Louis? And if not, will the city of St. Louis even take the Rams? I want my money back. <laughs>
6: Goose, you want to send him to that St. Louis archipelago that Ron was talking about?
0: <laughs> you try to lift the show, you see that? Dick, and this is what <laughs> you, you see get. what happens, Nothing it just disintegrates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the San Francisco 49ers paid Chip Kelly $24 million over four years, $6 million a season. And he's a washout, just like it was in Philadelphia, where they paid him $6.5 So I want my money back. He can't come up with an offense that scores. He can't come up with an offense that keeps his defense from passing out. And he doesn't seem to learn from his own mistakes. Time to return him from whence he came. Is that a message to the constabulary of the
6: <laughs> San, the San Francisco San
0: Francisco <laughs> I don't think anyone's Correct. listening there. They have no handcuffs. Hey. Actually, they have handcuffs, but no guns. <laughs>
2: Sounds like a
6: man speaking from experience.
2: Hey, it's a sanctuary city, okay? (laughs) Exactly. That's right. That's right. Sanctuary city. That's right. (laughs) (laughs)
6: That's why Trent Balky's there, too, for the time being. Um, Speaking on behalf of all fantasy football owners, guys, I want to return on Todd Gurley. That's right. Now, Hurley Gurley Goose, did you remember Hurley Gurley Man? Great song. Good song. song. Yeah, great great song, song. Donovan. Great song. But Todd Gurley Man and not so much not great back at least not this year he wasn't but he was he was one of the top draft picks in everyone's fantasy football league and you know what he bankrupts each and every one of those owners I, I guess we should have known better at least i should have you know todd is god only when we're talking music guys but todd Gurley. and uh, i want my money back Derek.
2: <laughs> Sounds Clark like someone might, might have picked Disgruntled, him. disgruntled fantasy football. Exactly. Player. That's I, what I'm I, thinking.
6: I, I didn't draft him in Goose. I'll tell you who I did draft. Gurley went before me. I got a guy named Ezekiel Elliott.
5: Ooh. ooh
0: that's nice.
6: why I'm getting my money back. <laughs>
5: Sounds like yeah. insider trading with a boost. There. I'm like. getting my money ins- back. Thank you. A little insider Thank you, trading Derek here turns. at Talk of
6: Fame Network. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, anyway, I feel a lot better now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> I had to get that off the chest here for the end of the old year. So, Goose, um, I know on our website, that would be talkofamenetwork.com, we've got another poll that's up there, and, um, and one that we had last week, actually was the greatest quarterback ever. I thought that was a great poll, and you got a great response. But in the end, it really came down to sort of a two-man race. So uh, who won
2: it and why? It came down to a one-man race. Tom Brady wound up thumping the field with 46% of the vote. Wow. Joe Montana was next, 35%, while Johnny Unitas, Sammy Baugh, Otto Graham, and Peyton Manning all finished in single digits. Now, my, my vote went to Unitas. Unfortunately, he played in the 1960s not the 2000s.
6: Ron, you good with that? Were you trying to stuff the ballot box up there in England for Brady? I, I don't <laughs> think just, so,
0: right? No, I was trying to stuff it for Johnny. But that's unbelievable. This just yeah, shows you how little people know yep. about anything that didn't happen 20 minutes ago. That's
6: right. That's right. It's the power of TV, too. I mean, in right, fact, yep. he's not on TV today.
0: People today think Donald Trump, Abraham Lincoln.
6: <laughs> <laughs> easy to confuse the two easy to confuse the yeah, they two they both have
0: bad hats and bad hair <laughs> <laughs> well
6: um, now we have to uh, finish 2016 and Goose we have to finish it with another poll and this one this one's the beauty that you got up this week and, and um, I, I think we finished the you're the right way it's the greatest coach ever and I know you've got on there Bill Belichick, Ron's favorite guy. Yeah, Ron loves that guy. Paul Brown, Ron covered that guy. George Hallis, Ron played with that guy. Vince Lombardi, Don Shula, and Bill Walsh. So, Goose, again, I'll start with you.
0: By like? the way, I went to Mass with Vince Lombardi, just so you know that. Oh, I
6: left that one out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. Thank you, Ron. You are on fire today. You're going out with a bang here for 2016. Goose, you're first in line here. Who do you like? Who do you project um, winning?
2: I, I think for the same reason that Brady won the quarterback poll, I would guess Belichick would be the favorite in the coach poll. I mean, he's the latest and the greatest. He'd be fresh in the minds of our voters, and he's still adding on to his resume. I'm curious, though, how much of a push Lombardi gets. Like Unitas, he was greatness a long, long time ago. Interesting. Now, this is a damn
0: difficult question, obviously, but I would tend to lean towards Schuler uh, because he won running the ball and playing defense. He won throwing the ball all over the place. He won with Unitas and Earl Morrill with Bob Greasy and Earl Morrow. If he had just had yeah. Earl Morrow with Dan Marino, he might, he might have won there too, <laughs> yeah, you know? Right. But he had Don Strzok, loser.
6: Uh, He's more Michigan State guys. <laughs> hey, Goose, quick question for you. Joe Gibbs wasn't on there. He won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks and of whom's in the Hall of Fame. Should he be on there?
2: Yeah, you could probably put two or three more guys on there. I mean, Tom Landry had those yeah, what, twenty right. second Landry. I mean, there, there's... Again, you you boil it down to six. There are four more I could have included. As you know, Clark, Gibbs no you know all these different quarterbacks that weren't very
0: good. That's what I think makes him stand up.
6: Yeah, me too. Well, you can vote on these polls just by going to our website. That'd be talkoffamenetwork.com. And by pushing a few buttons there, we, however, we're going to go to commercial. When we return, we're going to sit down with Hall of Fame semifinalist, Heinz Ward. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.
11: Hey, ready, Mom? First, I want to grab my secret weapon. Oh, a new paddle? Nope. My Centrum Silver multivitamins. Just discovered that now they're verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Oh, cool. Okay, here we
3: go. Centrum Silver, with daily support for your heart, brain, eyes, and more.
11: Score!
3: Centrum Silver for all the most important parts of you. Now, verified non GMO and gluten free. Check centrum.com for details and Sunday's newspaper for a coupon.
7: Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story Bob and the two for $4 Chris Sandwich.
4: So, here's a doozy. I'm eating my two Chris Sandwich for $4, you know? And this lady comes over making big moon eyes, and I'm like, keep your paws off my other Chris Sandwich, ma'am.
7: Great story, Bob. Thick cut bacon and eggs on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price participation vary.
9: The U.S. economy has been getting stronger and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30 year fixed rate mortgage is four point three. 75%, APR 4.51% Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN.
10: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030.
8: Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my capital. Cat Cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com.
12: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge.
6: Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. We're also sponsored by MyCleanPC.com if your computer runs slowly. And whose doesn't, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Our first guest is another of the 26 semifinalists for the Hall of Fame's Class of 2017 Except there aren't many others like former Pittsburgh wide receiver Heinz Ward, and not just because he played his entire career, that would be 14 years, with one team, or that he appeared on Dancing with the Stars. Nope, Heinz Ward was a two time Super Bowl champ, five time Pro Bowler, three time All Pro, three time Team MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers all time team. Moreover, He was. His former teammate, Alan Fanica, reminded us last week. And, Gucci, remember this? Heinz Ward was someone who changed the game at his position with his physical play. Heinz, thanks for joining us.
13: No problem, guys.
6: Hey, Heinz, I I mentioned that Alan Fanica, who we had on last week and is also a Hall of Fame semifinalist, he said you changed the wide receiver position with your physical play and and most especially uh, a part of the game that most people don't notice. And as Alan said, it was blocking. That's what I did. That's what he did. He was really good at it. My question to you is: What was it about the non-receiving part of the game that you liked, or that was a good fit for you?
7: Well, I just
13: think you know when I got drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, we're always known as a predominantly run team. Uh, you know, with, with Jerome Bettis, the Buff Hall of Famer. I mean, it was just it was just a part of the position that came with it, and you know, playing under Coach Cowher, I mean, Coach Cowher one of those guys who worked this way through the league he was a special teams guy but he appreciate guys doing the little things so when i came in uh onto the team in 98 you know we weren't going to get a lot of attempts in the passing game i think at the time they really asked cordell to throw maybe 20 25 attempts a game so you know me rotating in and out with some of the guys i really didn't get a lot of opportunities. so the only way i could make a name for myself in, in, was within the run game is by like blocking so to me, you know, I got more out of blocking and making a huge block just as much as I did converting on third downs or scoring a touchdown. It was just a part of a kind of... It came along with the position playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Hines, blocking the most wide receivers is a hazard, not a responsibility. So do you have to dig down deep for that willingness to block?
13: No question. I mean... I don't get incentives to block the way I did. I don't get paid any extra money. I did it because I wanted to. I I enjoyed every aspect of the game. You know, I wanted to see w- what kind of way I can impact the game when I'm not getting the ball. and And I've always took the approach of you know I was gonna play within the rules. I wasn't trying to you know end someone's career, but at the same time. I wasn't going to be I wasn't going to allow guys to hit me first it was kind of I was going to be on attack mode hit them before they hit me because you know going across the middle you know guys aren't going to tackle you softly (laughs) you know they're going to bring you down softly so I said well if I got an opportunity I was going to try to hit them and me I, I listen I grew up playing on the defensive side I was strong safety of my high school team and I was the quarterback on my team. So I still had that defensive mentality in me and I I was smart enough by playing the quarterback position I understood the game. So a lot of times I was asked to go in and block linebackers. I was an extra pulling guard uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and, and I took pride in doing that. Now,
2: Hines, I think the new bar for Hall of Fame qualification for receivers is going to be 1,000 career catches. You're sitting exactly on that number. What do 1,000 career catches say about a receiver?
5: Uh, I just think it,
13: it, it just speaks volumes about the consistency over the years. You know, for me play with, I think, eight, nine different quarterbacks (laughs) over my career, predominantly playing in Pittsburgh, where you have to deal with the elements. You're going on the road in Cleveland. You're going on the road in Cincinnati and Baltimore. So you never really knew kind of, you know, what weather conditions you have to deal with. But at the same time, you know, me reflecting back a thousand catches, considering where my career started and and being on a predominantly run team, Oh, man, I, you know, now I look at A.B. and all these guys catching passes. hundred, To catch 100 balls was a big deal. Now it's kind of the norm of, of the league now. So uh, growing up in a time in my era, I mean, that was unheard of. I mean, the record before I broke it was, I think, career. I think Yancey Thigpen had 85 catches. So uh, to think about 1,000 catches, considering uh, how my career started, being on a predominant, uh, predominant run, Oriented team. I mean, I just took pride and I wanted to make a name for myself through blocking and people just noticed hey, this guy can catch the ball too. Oh, he's scoring touchdowns as well. And and I I really prided myself on uh, when it mattered the most, and that was in the playoffs. You know, I was always, I wanted to be the go to guy. I wanted to let my quarterbacks know when in doubt, I'm a scratch claw, do whatever it takes uh, to catch the ball. But at the same time, uh, I knew I had to set the tone for my offense. I was kind of the tone setter. Uh, I remember Coach Tomlin in the AFC Championship game against Baltimore Ravens. He came over to me and said, "Set the tone." I went out. Me and Ed Reed got into it in the first play. I got three guys on top of me, and I ended up. With the penalty called on me, <laughs> so, you know, it, was, it was one of those. It was one of those. It's okay to get a penalty. He looked over to me, and said, "Okay, now we're ready. Let's go." It was kind of set the tone for the entire game. So I, I took great pride in doing that.
6: That seems to happen in those Baltimore Pittsburgh games, doesn't it, Hines?
13: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, I can tell you what that rivalry with so many great players, so many future Hall of Famers. To be a part of that, man, that rivalry made me who I was. It taught me everything to bring your A game each and every play. You know, and you knew it was going to be a combative game. And I figured, hey, everybody's considering Ed Reed, Hall of Famer, one of the best safeties in the league. Well, before that game is over with, he's going to know who uh, number 86 is. And I, I gave him nightmares. <laughs> I was going to him
8: every time. You are correct, but, uh, sir.
13: I, I took pride in that. Well,
6: we know who number 86 is. We're speaking with All-of-Fame semifinalist Hines Ward on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at at net and Hines. There are four wide receivers on the ballot for the class of 2017. That'd be you, Terrell Owens, Ike Bruce, and Torrey Holt. If you had to stand in front of the 48 voters today— and you're, you're talking to a couple of them right now, and, and and tell them what sets you apart from the others. And I'm not suggesting you knock them. I, I I don't mean that. But just what sets you apart? What What do you want us to know that you may think that others don't understand about you that others may miss? What would you What would you tell us if you're standing in front of
0: us?
13: Um, I would say you know I change the game as far as blocking standpoints I mean, yes, I know these guys have crazy stats all day, but I felt like stats are based on what type of system you're in. And for me, I took pride to be the best player that I could be in the system. I mean, to have a rule called after you, (laughs) they changed the rule because of me. I mean, that's that's flattering for me because, you know, being an offensive guy, not too many offensive guys can change the rules, something like that, you know, and all the crackback blocks and things like that. But I think I changed the game because, I mean, you know, I, I was sitting there stretching, Coach Parcells came up to me and said, man, you play the game the way it's supposed to be played. To me, that's the greatest accomplishment, uh, a compliment than, than, than anything. I mean, a coach recognizes for me to doing the little things, but uh, I would say my blocking stands out more than anything. I know no disrespect to the other guys, but, you know, for me, they just catching passes and touchdowns, And I did the same, probably not statistically as those guys, but you know, I took pride in blocking. Like I say, I mean, I I took great pride in that. Me being at the Hall of Fame for Jerome Bettis, I felt like I had made it too. You know, I was a part of the some of his stats that that he has. uh, You know, his career rushing yards and touchdowns, and but I took great pride in that. You know, and and that's just who I was. So I would have to go with blocking. That's kind of what stands out uh, for me and. You know, I go around and do a lot of camps, a lot of coaching, a lot of coaches say, "Hey, man, we use your tape. We teach our receivers. This is how you block. This is how you make an impact on the game." So it's kind of flattering that you know I'm five years removed in the game. And there's still coaches out there that pull out from my old film and, and they teach it to their young wideouts. It's like, this is how you impact the game you're not catching the ball. So I would have to go with
6: that. Well, Hines, we've got to go too. But thanks for the time and best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy.
13: No problem. Anytime, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Hines.
6: Up next, why someone Hines is familiar with, that'd be former San Diego running back LT Ladanian Tomlinson belongs in Canton. You're listening
11: to the Talk of Fame Network. Hey, ready mom? First, I want to grab my secret weapon. Oh, a new paddle? Nope. My Centrum Silver multivitamins just discovered that now they're verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Oh, cool. Okay, here we go.
3: Centrum Silver with daily support for your heart, brain, eyes and more.
11: Score.
3: Centrum Silver for all the most important parts of you. Now verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Check centrum.com for details and Sunday's newspaper for a coupon.
8: Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms of Motel 6, totally updated with all-new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at Motel6.com.
9: The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, President of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.375% apr 4.51 percent. call 800 quicken or go to quickenloans.com that's 800 quicken
10: call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states NMLS nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030
7: burger king presents breakfast stories today's story marty and the two for four dollar chris sandwich
2: yeah i go to burger king they got that uh chris sandwich deal
8: two for four dollars it's wicked good with the sausage dude and two for four dollars that is a huge bargain Yoach. <laughs> well said, Marty.
7: Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant with sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price participation varies.
12: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game.
6: Ron Borgis. Yes, sir. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15%
0: or more on car insurance? You should have called 15 minutes
6: ago. Save some cash. Smart man. should have gone there. So go to geico.com and you should have gone 15 minutes ago. You know what it means when your computer runs slowly? I do. It means you should go to mycleanpc.com for a free diagnosis. Within minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up and clean out what may be slowing that computer down. So do it. It's MyCleanPC.com. Hey, Gooseman, um, San Diego Chargers may be playing the last game in San Diego this Sunday. And to me, that's very sad. Uh, I covered the Chargers for 10 years. Love my time there. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, I can't imagine that city without that particular franchise. But it's certainly beginning to look as if, as it did this time last year, as if uh, the Bolts are going to Bolt and Bolt north to L.A. Uh, I, I don't like it, Goose. I'll be honest with you. It, San Diego without the Chargers, to me, is like dallas without jerry
2: well clark i was working in kansas city when the nba kings skipped town for sacramento life will go on in san diego just as it did in kansas city
6: well i imagine so but i don't like it even so um too many good memories there too many good people there as ron would know too much good weather there of course there were good players plenty of good players there too not so much lately though uh Half that team this year is on IR, but one of the best and maybe the best Charger ever, Ron, you wrote about on our website this week, talkoffamenetwork.com. And that's LT. No, nah, not Lawrence Taylor, Ladanian Tomlinson. So you want to tell listeners what you and everyone else likes about this guy?
0: Well, uh, Clark, as you know uh, very well from being around him, Ladanian Tomlinson has the numbers and the resume uh, to make his final football stop uh, in Canton. But the question is, did he do enough to be a first ballot Hall of Famer? That's really the only uh, debate about uh, three-time All-Pro and five-time Pro Bowl running back was an NFL sensation the first eight of his 11 NFL seasons. Four injuries and a back-breaking workload wore him down. He rushed for over 1,200 yards seven straight years and over 1,100 yards eight straight years while also being a threat on both ends of the passing game. In addition to all he did running with and catching the ball for the San Diego Chargers, he also completed eight of the 12 halfback options he threw for 143 yards and seven, count them, seven touchdowns. Only the great Frank Gifford with 14 and Walter Payton uh, with eight uh, had more than LaDainian Tomlinson when he retired after the 2011 season he was fifth in career rushing seventh in all-purpose yards second in rushing touchdowns with 145 by the way and third in total touchdowns he was the 2006 NFL MVP he was a 2000 all-decade selection he was the fastest ever to rush for 100 touchdowns and the first running back in NFL history to rush for over a thousand yards and catch 100 passes in the same season and it wasn't his best season That year was 2006, when he led the NFL in rushing for the first of two times with 1,815 yards, and he scored a record 28 touchdowns. That kind of production for nearly a decade once led all-pro middle linebacker and a noted philosopher, uh, Ray Lewis, to say... It was almost impossible to defend him because he had hands like a receiver, feet like a ballet dancer, and a heart like a lion. Rawr. That was Ray was Lewis. Is that Ray Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's insane. Uh, the only hole in his resume is one that many great athletes have. He never won a championship. And of course, we all remember in 2007 when he was unfairly accused of refusing to play against the Patriots uh, in a playoff game with a sprained MCL, while his quarterback, Philip Rivers, was limping around and playing with, on a torn ACL that had to be surgically repaired. The sad image of Thomason sitting on the bench after only two carries with his darkened helmet visor covering his face as his team went down in defeat haunts him to this day. But people seem to have forgot that just a year earlier he rushed for 123 yards, caught two passes for 64 more, and scored twice against the Patriots in a bitter playoff loss. Despite the fact he's ringless, there's no arguing that Danian Thompson was anything less than the most productive back of his time. In the decade of the 2000s, he rushed for 12,490 yards and 138 touchdowns. The latter was a record for any decade in football, and that yardage was 1,897 more than his next closest competitor, Edgerrin James. So the only question is, will the fact that he averaged 46.8 rushing yards in 10 playoff games and more than a half a yard per carry less uh, than his regular season average deny him becoming a first ballot Hall of Famer? It's a shame if he does. Ron
2: right, If Thompson isn't a first ballot selection, do you think San Diego, which is soon to be without its football team, would even care?
0: You know, I would think they would. I mean, look, they they really loved him. They were happy when he came back and signed one of those phony one day contracts to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. I, I would think that they that they would. Maybe not initially, but I would think pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. they'd be pretty peeved. They would, absolutely. That's the Well, there's that whistle that,
6: yeah, we have something in common with those Chargers. We're almost out of time. So, Ron, let's get started with the two-minute drill.
2: Okay, boys. How far can the Raiders go without Derek Carr? About as far as the Warriors can go without Steph Curry. Berkeley. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one. If Aaron Rodgers gets the Packers to the playoffs, is he the MVP? I know another quarterback with a chance to win 15 games. That'd be five more than Rodgers. Ooh, I like it.
6: No, he's not. But he may get a cul-de-sac in Fond du Lac,
0: named after him. <laughs> I thought that was a cheese. If the Patriots went 3-1 and one without Tom Brady, how valuable is he really? He's the best quarterback in a non-competitive division.
6: Well, Ron, how many Super Bowls have they won without him? Huh?
2: How many? And the Cleveland Browns on a winning streak. To think this franchise once fired Bill Belichick.
6: Yeah, yeah, they are. And it stopped at one.
0: Question Should the Browns
2: tank on Sunday to be sure of getting the number one pick in the draft? Tanking won't be necessary. The Browns just need to be themselves against the Steelers.
6: There <laughs> you go. Absolutely. Just be themselves. Same difference, Ron
2: will be the next NFL head coach to get the axe. Mike McCoy, the loss to Cleveland, will keep him off that bus steaming toward L.A.
0: Who, is she looking over my shoulder? Mike McCoy, of course. (laughs) Would you two nitwins have come out of a hospital bed as Todd Bowles
2: did to coach the Jets? To quote Ricky Waters, (laughs) for who, for what? (laughs) Yes,
0: and I would have put them in my
2: place. Did the firing of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Gus Bradley, inspire them to beat the Titans? I think the sight of Matt Cassel replacing Marcus Mariota was incentive enough.
6: Yeah, I, I thought Marcus Mariota's broken leg did that, Ron.
0: Denver's defense was mad at his offense for a lack of support. Then they lost last week 33-10 to to the Chiefs and gave up a touchdown pass from a nose tackle. Was it a sit-down strike or a reminder not to point fingers because three are pointing back at you?
2: No, just a reminder that you can't trust a 350-pound man with a football.
6: Yeah, it was neither, Ron. It was a reminder not to trust a team without a quarterback, running back, or offensive line.
2: Who made the worst title offense? the Broncos or the Panthers? Carolina. They also returned the NFL MVP, who didn't play like an NFL MVP this season.
6: Kansas City Royals.
2: (laughs) Does Cam Newton have a point about not being protected by the officials after last week's Shot in the head, went on flagged. He's 6'5, 250. Players that big are used the protectors, not the protected.
6: Yes, he does have a point, Ron, because he's not protected by his offensive line. That's the end of our first hour, but don't go anywhere. When we return, we'll sit down with another of the great Chargers. That would be Hall of Fame tight end, Kellen Winslow, as well as here from former Chiefs great Ed Podolak as our December series continues. This is the Talk of Fame Network.
11: Hey, ready, Mom? First, I want to grab my secret weapon. Oh, a new paddle? Nope. My Centrum Silver multivitamins. Just discovered that now they're verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Oh, cool. Okay, here we
3: go. Centrum Silver, with daily support for your heart, brain, eyes, and more, so nothing gets past you. Score! Centrum Silver, for all the most important parts of you. Now, verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Check Centrum.com
7: for details. Burger King presents... Breakfast stories. Today's story, Bob and the 2 for 4 dollar croissant sandwich.
4: So, here's a doozy. I'm eating my two croissant sandwich for 4 dollars, you know? And this lady comes over, making big moon eyes, and I'm like, "Keep your paws off my other chris sandwich, ma'am." Great story,
7: Bob. Thick cut bacon and eggs on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price participation vary.
9: The U.S. economy has been getting stronger and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30 year fixed rate mortgage is 4.3 percent APR 4.51% Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com.
10: That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030.
8: Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my at Cologne startup fail. I'm Tom Bodet and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at Motel6.com.
12: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Welcome
6: back to our number two of the last Talk of Fame Network show of 2016. This hour, we're going to look back at this year and the year that was. That's 2016. We're going to make our own New Year's resolutions, and we're going to visit with one of the best players from the month of December. That would be former Chiefs running back Ed Podolak, who started in the 82-minute, 42nd, 1971 playoff epic, which is the longest game ever played, between the Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins. But now, now we're going to revisit another playoff epic, and that would be the epic in Miami. With the star of the January 2nd, 1982 playoff game between the Chargers and Miami, and that of course would be tight end Kellen Winslow. And on that night, I remember it very well. He did everything, but I think the play-by-play, he had an NFL playoff record: 13 catches for 166 yards and a touchdown. He also blocked a potential game-winning field goal. All that, of course, despite being treated for a pinched nerve in the shoulder, dehydration, cramps and a gash in his lower lip that required three stitches. Hey, Kellen, thanks for rejoining us, and hope you're feeling a lot better now than you did then.
5: Well, thank you, thank you. I do feel a lot better today.
6: Well, Kellen, I, I remember after that game, you were quoted as saying, I never felt so close to death before. You wanna explain what you were feeling as, uh, I think it was Billy Shields and Eric Seavers were helping you off the field after that game?
5: You know, as I look back on it, it was probably over dramatized for television. Um, Can I say in this political arena of 2016, I never said that. (laughs) (laughs) You can. (laughs) (laughs) But you have it on record. Um, It was just a different feeling uh, of being that tired, of being in that much pain. I'd never experienced that before. My uh, body was cramping from the middle part of my back all the way down to my toes. uh, And just had a hard time catching my breath. And I was really dehydrated, so I guess that was the closest I've ever been to feeling that way. Kellen, what kept you going? Didn't want to lose. Did not want to lose. We had uh, been up on the Dolphins, you know, it was a 21 to nothing at one time. 24 nothing. We go into the, yeah, 24 nothing. we go into, the, thanks for reminding me, Claude, and we go into the locker room 24-21, uh, and this just had, you know, one of these epic failures of a team written all over it, and I just uh, decided, and with, uh, you know, Charlie Joiner talking to Dan that we were not going to be a part of this.
0: The announcers at that day called you Superman, and, and uh, uh, I'm just wondering, of all the things that you did in that game and all the things that happened to you in that game, good and bad, what do you remember most beyond, obviously, the ending and, and, and winning? You
5: know, what do you remember most about that game? Well, uh, halftime. Halftime, coming in uh, 24-21. And Dan throwing his helmet through the chalkboard it was before they had tablets and we actually used chalk to write on the board. <laughs> and this, we didn't have uh, the whiteboard, you know, the eraser, the dry erasers, et cetera. We had actual chalkboard with chalk. I'm sure there was some safety issue with the chalk, but we, we got past that. And uh, just, you know, Dan telling us that the dolphins had not stopped us yet. We stopped ourselves. You know, we jumped up 21-0. Things were going our way. And then we made a couple of um, mistakes just before the half and let this team get back in it. Uh, But he reminded us that we had stopped ourselves and that uh, they had not stopped us. We got to get back to doing what we do.
6: Yeah, there was that hook and ladder at the end of the first half. Remember that with Tony Nathan?
5: I'm trying to block it out, so thanks (laughs) for the (laughs) reminder.
6: As I said, that's why I'm
5: here. (laughs) Every time I run into a Dolphin fan or I see Tony Nathan, you know, they bring that up they love mentioning that hook and ladder well
6: <laughs> rightly so It it's the last good memory they had there before Dan Marino we're talking with former tight end Kellen Winslow on the Talk of Fame Network and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at talkoffamenet and Kellen I, I know as I mentioned earlier they called it the epic in Miami have you been part of a better game I mean Don Correale said afterwards it was the most exciting game in pro football history now that takes in a lot
5: but you know what when you watch it he might be right. I don't think I really realize what we were involved in until the next morning. When we get back to uh, San Diego and we arrive at some ungodly time of in the morning in San Diego, and the stadium is filled with people. And they're there waiting for their charter to come in. And they're cheering on the chargers. You know, we're deep into the playoffs and the whole city's going crazy. Um, and then the next morning I wake up. And there is this special on NBC that Brian Gumble is doing based on the game. And you sit there, and you just listen, and you get a chance to watch all the drama, the back and forth, and of course Brian Gumble doing what Brian Gumble does, adding a lot of uh, class and drama to the whole thing. Is when I really realized that what we were involved in that day, outside of being a football game, and it really hit me at that point. And of course, I think, by, if I remember correctly, that was Brian Gumbel's last football game mm-hmm. before he went to the Today Show. Cal,
2: seriously, w- was that a better game than the 35-31 victory at Nebraska, your senior
5: year at Missouri? <laughs> it was very similar. It was very similar. <laughs> For those you know who don't remember that great game, I uh, do. A lot of talent on the field, you know, from the Nebraska side of the football and from our side of the football and Nebraska. On the very first play of the game, gave the ball to Rick Burns. No, not Rick Burns. Rick Burns. Was it Rick Burns, the running back, or Rick Rick Burns, Burns, the linebacker? Rick Burns, running back. Rick Burns. And he goes off tackle. He goes 83 yards or 82 yards on the first play of the game to uh, score a touchdown. You know, it's 18 degrees. It's rather cold there in Lincoln, Nebraska. The sun hadn't come out, and... Before you can really take a uh, get a good stretch, and we're down seven nothing, but we came back with Phil Bradley, the great baseball player in Major League Baseball, as our quarterback, and we had a six-minute drive, seven-minute drive to go down the field to tie the game up. But it was that was that was an epic in uh, Lincoln.
2: <laughs> what I remember is that both All-America tight ends were in that game.
5: Oh yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> you and Junior Miller. Junior Miller, what a great talent! I think I had uh, what twenty catches for the year. He had eighteen for the year. He had twenty-one, <laughs> and that was a lot of catches for a tight end back in those days.
0: <laughs> well, uh, well, of course, uh, uh, everyone will also remember that a week later there was a temperature swing of nearly a hundred degrees in Cincinnati when you went there and a lot of people blame the weather and fatigue for the loss and maybe forgetting that the Bengals were 12 and 4 that year and had beaten you guys in in San Diego Uh, looking back uh, honestly were they a better team or were you guys just so beaten up from the Miami game that it didn't really matter who you played
5: well it's hard to say it was a combination of a lot of things that went into that game of course, we leave Miami, it's 90 degrees, it's 95% humidity, uh, and we play late in overtime, we fly home to San Diego, then come back to Cincinnati, uh, and then it's 59 degrees below wind, zero, 59 degrees below zero, wind chill factor. I think the actual temperature was minus five or minus six, something of that nature. But it was just those great extremes. Cincinnati was a great football team, Ken Anderson had quarterback and, of course, Anthony Munoz and that great defense that uh, Cincinnati had with Reggie Williams at linebacker. But, you know, I think given another, another situation from a weather perspective that we would have been victorious in that game. We have the skill, we have the ability, we have the offense. I think we could have matched them uh, and then won that game. But the circumstances of the weather were just a little bit too much for us to overcome that day.
6: Hey, Kellen, one last question here about the Chargers, not about those playoffs, but as you know, um, there's a lot of talk about them leaving San Diego and leaving after this weekend. What, what's your view on that of them leaving San Diego? What would you miss most if they went, and um, what do they lose by going north to L.A.?
5: Well, my, really my first question is, and I'm, I'm not sure how much talk in San Diego has been given to this point of the Spanos to selling the team. Is there somebody in San Diego, or is there somebody in this country who wants to buy that team and keep it in San Diego and negotiate a deal with the city that makes sense for the city and for the San Diego Chargers? The one thing that you run into with the same thing in Oakland as you do in San Diego, if you rate the ownership by, you know, value, by net worth, you're gonna find the Chargers and the Raiders they're going to be in the bottom third from a you know personal wealth type situation. But when you look at a Dallas, you look at New England, you look at Los Angeles, those teams, those, that ownership has the money to put the money down to build and to develop. So not sure if much talk has been given to, is there anybody out there who can buy this team and keep it in San Diego?
6: We can't, and unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can't buy them. <laughs> but i tell you what we can do. Right. We, we, we're going to have to leave, Kellen. We've got, we're have got we out of time, but uh, we'd like to buy some sure, more time. Man. It's always a pleasure talking Always a pleasure. I want to thank you for the time. And you know what? We're going to see you next summer in Canton and look forward to it. You bet. You guys take care. Thanks, nice Kellen. Time. That was Hall of Fame tight end Kellen Winslow. Up next, what we're going to miss most and what we won't When the Talk of Fame Network returns. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.
8: Hi, Tom Baudet. trying out one of those standing desks. Now I have the pleasure of working without the nuisance of being comfortable. Not sure a standing desk is for me. I'm really more of a resting couch kind of guy. But there is one thing I can stand behind, and that's Motel 6 offering clean, comfortable rooms still for a great low price. Now, where did I put my sitting chair? I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online and hotel 6com
9: The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.375%. APR 4.51%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN.
10: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal Housing Lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS Consumer org number 3030.
9: Burger King presents Breakfast Stories.
7: Today's story, Marty and the 2 for $4 croissant sandwich. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that
2: uh, croissant sandwich deal 2 for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. and 2 for $4.
7: That is a huge bargain. Well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price participation vary.
11: Hey, ready, Mom? First, I want to grab my secret weapon. Oh, a new paddle? Nope. My Centrum Silver Multivitamins. Just discovered that now they're verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Oh, cool. Okay, here we
3: go. Centrum Silver. With daily support for your heart, brain, eyes, and more.
11: Score!
3: Centrum Silver. For all the most important parts of you. Now, verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Check Centrum.com for details and Sunday's newspaper for a coupon.
8: If your computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green.
12: This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Um, yeah, I have questions.
11: Prescription drugs aren't as bad as street drugs, right? Weed's legal, isn't it? Drinking is worse than smoking weed.
7: Isn't it? Why is heroin so addictive?
11: Molly just makes you feel happy. I have questions. Mom? Dad? Did you ever try drugs?
9: They're going to ask. Be ready. Go to drugfree.org. A message from Partnership for Drug Free Kids. This is
12: the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with them. Rick Gosselin. Cannot win with them. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with them. Can't do
13: it. I want winners. You
6: know what it means when GEICO says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? Well, I'll tell you. It means you should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. I'll tell you what it means when your computer runs solely. It means it needs MyCleanPC.com software for a free diagnosis. Yeah, within minutes, within minutes of going there, you can activate MyClean software to clean up what may be slowing that computer down. So go there. That's MyCleanPC.com. Well, we just spoke to former tight end great Kellen Winslow, and he and his team, that would be the Chargers, may play their last game in San Diego on Sunday. I said May. Nothing certain, of course, until NFL owners signed off on a move. But this isn't how I or we want to bring in the new year. And that said, Ron, it doesn't look that good for the fans in either San Diego or Oakland. Um, your Raiders, even though the Raiders are back in the playoffs, that's the good news. Of course, the bad. They don't have a quarterback, and they do have a one-way ticket to your second favorite place. That would be... Uh, Las Vegas So while we can guys uh, Let's look back on 2016 I mean it's still here And I want you to tell me what you liked And what you didn't like About what happened in the past 12 months So Goose, let's start with you It's a hundred years from now A hundred years from now Ron's still around covering the Patriots And you just found a time capsule About the 2016 NFL season What's
2: in it? A 10-gallon hat to remind us what a season it was for the Dallas Cowboys. They may have the Rookie of the Year at quarterback, a rookie runner as the NFL MVP, and an owner with a bust in Canton.
5: And a homer to cover him. (laughs) (laughs) Who better hope that there's a bust in
0: Canton of Jerry Jones? (laughs) He knows where you live. Ron, what do you find in that time capsule? Easy a deflated football, and a tube of hair gel. Two things that remind us all of Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) And who knows? Maybe even a fake fifth Patriots Super Bowl ring.
6: Oh, please. (laughs) Another homer. Oh, I guess not. Um, You also, Goose, you also ran into a 120-year-old man. What's he going to tell you? that he remembers most about 2016. And I'm talking NFL.
2: Well, if that 120-year-old man is from Boston, he'll remember that Tom Brady was framed by the NFL. If he's from any of the other nine states, he'll remember that the NFL caught Tom Brady cheating. Oh, jeez. Homer, <laughs> Homer. Uh, I'm Guzman not in I'm not Boston, Dude, I'm Brady not Boston. You're a Brady Homer. I'm not
6: Boston. <laughs> I'm not in Massachusetts. You know what? Uh, He got screwed. Okay, Ron, what are you going to hear from that 120-year-old man? What's he going to tell you about 2016?
0: He'll remember that the Raiders returned at the same time they left. (laughs) 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 After a decade of floundering, one of the NFL's most storied franchises finally returned to playoff respectability, although it lost their young quarterback two weeks before the playoffs began. And at the same time their owner, he's packing to leave for Vegas. That's the new age NFL, giving up a Port City, for a gambling town. Yeah, I like it. Gooseman,
6: fifty years from now. now we're going fifty years from now.
2: How will historians remember Oh God here we go again? Deflategate. They'll remember it as a small blemish on the career of Tom Brady and a huge blow to Clark Judge's ego. <laughs> 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 well, I think they'll remember it as an overblown
0: footnote that made the ideal gas bag long. <laughs> far more famous than it ever should have become and a (laughs) reminder that very few people in the NFL ever trusted Bill Belichick (laughs) (laughs) that would be Sid
6: the Science Guy right (laughs) that's right (laughs) wow well okay Gooseman how are they going to remember Commissioner Judge Jury and Executioner yes how are they going to remember Roger Goodell
2: he'll be forgotten just like Joe Carr elmer laden and austin gunsell have been forgotten for their stints as commissioner
0: Sheep crowd. Out. i'll give him a little more credit than that clark i think he'll be remembered as a very rich dude who like many commissioners before him forgot he was a renter not an owner <laughs> well,
6: you know what earlier in the show when we had the cash register pumped up I think that's what we should do with Roger. We mentioned his name. <laughs> really, pump that cash register because he's making him a lot of money. Okay, guys, you have one game to choose as the best of 2016. Which one is it?
2: I'll go Halloween weekend when the Raiders visited Tampa Bay as a one-and-a-half-point underdog. As Ron knows, the Raiders typically don't travel well in those three-time zone road trips. But Derek Carr passed for 513 yards and a 30-24 overtime victory. He threw 59 times, completed 40 of them. It ended the game with a 41-yard touchdown pass to Seth Roberts, his fourth TD pass of the day.
10: Wow.
0: Roger the there. Bank. I just heard the symphony there, the, the Rachmaninoff of football. That song. That's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, the commission well, said, here's here the
6: symphony, t- too. Hear that cash <laughs> register pumping.
0: <laughs> really? I'm hoping it's going to be Super Bowl 51. But failing that, I'll take the Chiefs-Broncos game on November 27th when Tariq oh, Hill returned on. a kick for an 86-yard touchdown, ran for a 3-yard touchdown, caught a 3-yard touchdown pass from Alex Smith with less than 5 seconds left in the 4th quarter in the game the Chiefs won over the Broncos in overtime, 30-27. He was the first player with a kick return for a touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and a touchdown reception in a single game since one of our favorites, Gale Sayers, in 1965.
6: Oh, love Gale Sayers. Okay, next up, Goose Man. You have one game to choose about everything that is wrong with the NFL. That's right, wrong. Where do you go?
2: Uh, Television. The game is oversaturated, overexposed. Thursday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night. When is enough enough? The NFL became a great game in the 60s with Sunday afternoon football. The sport has forgotten its roots and its greed to grab every television dollar on the table. I go to the referee's
0: room where everything is definitely wrong, including last week when they called uh, the Jets for being uh, offside and did it this way. Everybody but the center. (laughs) 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 Those are the (laughs) Jets, (laughs) come on. (laughs) And then forgetting that the thing was on, the guy said, do you have that sticky hot stuff on your fingers? <laughs> True story. <Was> He's talk-
2: <laughs> he he talking one to one of the, the other court. fishers.
0: You got that sticky hot <laughs> stuff on your fingers? Apparently, you got it on the button there on your microphone. You dope.
6: <laughs> did you see that tackle of Ezekiel Elliott on Monday night? I mean, I did. They blew. I mean, they called what? Uh, personal foul? Like, it was a tackle. It's football. It's the way it's played. I mean, come on. Okay, Goose Man. Better story. Illegal use. Illegal use of the pads. There you years. go. That's right. You are correct, sir man, better story, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, or the return of the Raiders?
2: Uh, We've seen the Raiders rise from the depths a few times in their history under Al Davis, under John Madden, under Tom Flores, under John Gruden, now under Jack Doriel. But it isn't often we see a rookie fourth-round quarterback step in and perform the way Prescott has performed this season. He has the chance to do what only one other fourth-round draft pick has ever done, take a team to a Super bowl. Ron, you know who it was? Who's that? Joe Theismann.
0: We love Joe Theismann. Friend of the show. Friend of the show.
2: Yes, sir. You know what, Clark?
0: We've got to change Rick's names to Homer. <laughs> <laughs> Homer. Homer. Look, do you Simpson. need to even ask? Derek, cue the music. What do you prefer? America's team or Hades' team? <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> uh, I've got to go Goose get a compress. Listen to compress. Quickly, song. while
6: we're listening to that music and Ron's prior epic, if you had to promote one person, player, coach, GMO, owner, you name it,
2: <laughs> for what
6: he or she did this season, who'd it be?
2: Jerry Jones. He brought his coaching staff back intact after 4-12 season. The same staff produced a franchise record-tying 13 victories. Just shows you a little patience in this league. Goes a long way.
6: Well, here, guys, it's to 2016. The good, the bad, and the Oakland Raiders. It's not over yet. I know because we have one of the great players from this month, former Chiefs running back Ed Pollock, standing by to talk to us. That's coming up next on the Talk of Fame Network.
11: Hey, ready, Mom? First, I want to grab my secret weapon. Oh, a new paddle? Nope. My Centrum Silver Multivitamins. Just discovered that now they're verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Oh, cool. Okay, here we
3: go. Centrum Silver with daily support for your heart, brain, eyes, and more.
11: Score!
3: Centrum Silver for all the most important parts of you. Now verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Check Centrum.com for details and Sunday's newspaper for a coupon.
7: Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story: Bob and the two for four-dollar croissant sandwich.
4: So here's a doozy. I'm eating my two croissant sandwich for four dollars, you know. And this lady comes over. Making big moon eyes. And I'm like, keep your paws off my other croissant, sandwich, ma'am
7: great story, Bob. Thick cut bacon and eggs on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwich sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price participation vary.
9: The U.S. economy has been getting stronger and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30 year fixed rate mortgage is four point three. dollars percent APR 4.51% Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN.
10: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. ConsumerAccess.org. Number 3030.
9: Hi, Tom Bodette.
10: Seems like everyone's got an idea for
8: a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup. Fail. I'm Tom Bodet and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com.
12: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. The Talk to Fame
6: Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com, and you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose doesn't, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, yes, minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Well, our next guest enjoyed one of the greatest Christmases ever, at least on the football field. On Christmas Day 1971, Ed Podolak's had an NFL playoff record with 350 total yards for the Kansas City Chiefs in an AFC semifinal game against the Miami Dolphins. Carried the ball 29 times on runs receptions and returns and scored two touchdowns and I know that because I remember watching it unfortunately it was in a losing cause as the Chiefs lost to Miami in double overtime 27-24 in the longest game ever played but trust me that loss did not diminish the performance of Ed Podolak who ran the ball 18 times for 85 yards caught eight passes for a career best 110 yards and returned three kickoffs for 155 yards in fact They showed clips of that game last weekend on NBC during the Chiefs' defeat of Denver on Christmas. And now, well, now we've invited Ed to join us on this holiday week. Ed Podolak, welcome to the show. My pleasure.
1: My pleasure.
2: Ed, the most memorable of all your touches in that game was probably a fourth-quarter kickoff return after the Dolphins tied a score 24-24 on a touchdown with 82 seconds left in regulation. You returned the ensuing kickoff 78 yards to Miami 22 Please tell us, it wasn't Miami kicker Garo Upremian <laughs> who kept you out of the end zone.
1: Well, Garo, um, and we've lost him. You know, he's passed, as a lot of mm-hmm. players have in that game, um, was in front of me, though, and we became great friends after um, that event. But I had to cut to the left, running down the sideline. Curtis Johnson, who was a quarter cornerback uh, for the Miami Dolphins, had me cut off, and instead of trying to cut back, I ran out of bounds because – It was only about a 20-yard field goal kick, and if you remember, the um, goalposts were on the line of scrimmage at that time. Yes, sir.
0: With the explosion of offense in the NFL, uh, Ed, and all the great backs we've seen over the years, are you surprised that your record still stands 45 years later? Uh, I think it's the oldest playoff record still on the books.
2: Well, I
1: think today they have so many specialists. Um, People run the ball, catch the ball, return punts, return kickoffs. I was very lucky. I got to play at a time when you get to play every play, and uh, I wanted to play every play, and so I probably doubt that anybody will break that record just because of the way they use specialists now.
6: We're speaking with Ed Podolak on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the internet at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at at Talk of Fame Net. And Ed, we had Kellen Winslow on the show earlier, and he also was involved in an epic game that went two overtimes. And we asked him this question. I want to ask you the same. I mean, your game went 82 minutes and 40 seconds. No game's been longer. But when did fatigue set in, and and when did talent and effort give way to adrenaline?
1: Well, that's a good question, because you end up running on um, adrenaline. Uh, Nick Bonacani, who's in the Hall of Fame, and I think there were 16 players in that game, uh, and coaches and owners who are now in the Hall of Fame, I think Nick tackled me about 25 times. And I remember <laughs> in the sixth quarter looking up at him and going, do you think this will ever be over? <laughs> and um, I think at that point fatigue had set <laughs>
6: <laughs> How'd you keep yourself going? How'd you keep yourself going?
1: Well, you wanted to win. You know, um, I had been part of the Super Bowl championship team in 69, but I'd been injured and uh, I missed nine weeks and I only got to play special teams in that Super Bowl, and I think we thought that uh, the 71 team was as good or maybe better uh, than our Super Bowl team, and I wanted to make a meaningful contribution uh, to a victory, and so I just kept uh, trying to get us there, and um, it didn't happen. So it h-
2: how did you celebrate Christmas that night?
1: <laughs> celebrate is uh, certainly not the term. <laughs> um, as you know, I went on uh, late into the evening, and uh, my parents were visiting, and and we went back um, to uh, my condominium and um, celebrated as best we could. And I got a plane first thing in the morning and flew to Aspen and, and forgot about it. And um, I've been trying to forget about it ever since. But obviously, you can't.
6: <laughs> That's why we're here <laughs> yeah, to remind you.
1: Uh, you know, it's funny,
0: Ed. You, you know, you you mentioned uh, saying that you wanted to win. And when we asked uh, Kellen Winslow what kept you going, it was the exact same thing. Yep. He said the exact same thing. I wanted to win. We wanted to win. Can you explain it all for your average Joe, like, like me and, the, and most of the people listening, what that really means to uh, someone like yourself?
1: Well, I think it's the difference. Uh, if you're not in any activity to win, uh, then uh, you're not going to be a winner. You know, you look at the uh, winners year after year after year, of the New England Patriots, uh, the people who win at what they do, if you don't surround yourself with winners, uh, you're not going to win. And I could not accept um, not winning, and my teammates couldn't either. But uh, it didn't happen. And, and, you know, my hat goes off to the Miami Dolphins because the next year they went undefeated. And I think that's because they had a team full of people that wanted to
6: win. Well, Ed, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, as a matter of fact, that victory really did flip the switch on that Miami dominance uh, of the NFL in the early 70s. But sort of incredibly, that loss also officially ended Kansas City's AFL dynasty. I know what you said earlier about this team being better, you thought, than the the Super Bowl championship team. But when you left that field the day, you know, it, it's hard to believe it would be 15 more seasons before the Chiefs have returned to the playoffs. Could you see trouble brewing then? I, I guess probably you didn't. Or, or did you think the talent there was... For the Chiefs to be right there, uh, back in the Super Bowl, you know, mix at least, in in 1972, the following year.
1: Well, we were all hoping so, but we moved into Arrowhead the next year. Right. And uh, Arrowhead had tartan turf, um, which was at that time the premier prescription turf or tartan turf or synthetic turf at the time. It was a terrible surface to play on. You stubbed your toe. We had big offensive linemen. We had big people who were designed to play on grass, like the Oakland Raiders. And when we moved into that stadium and we had to practice in that stadium, you could see the effect it had on everybody, on um, their joints, on, on the way you hurt all through the week. And fortunately, since then, they've eliminated that surface from the NFL. And I think that was what did it. Um, it wasn't anything else about the age of our team or whatever. It was the movement from natural grass to that surface.
2: Speaking of short curves, Ed, you're in the Chiefs Hall of Fame, and understandably so, despite just playing just those eight seasons. You retired after the 1977 season, which ironically was my first year on the Chiefs beat. So honestly, now, was it me that drove you out of the game?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Be honest. No, it wasn't Rick, as we called you Goose. I remember, you know, Rod Hanna, You know, Mm -hmm. Radar Doug Kelly? Yes, sir. We were all in the planes going out then, and uh, we had a a good time, uh, all good guys, and I'm sure you remember those guys as well as I do. Um, I enjoyed meeting you then, and I've certainly followed your success since those days Uh, you
0: know one of the things that always struck me uh, of course I remember watching the game and seeing this number 14 running here and juking there and running punts who's this number 14 he's everywhere Uh, today they wouldn't even let you wear number 14 uh, in the position that that you uh, played just wondering what's the story behind how you came to wear number 14 with the Chiefs
1: well I was a a college quarterback and when Hank Stram drafted me I'd only played um, five games as a running back and um He told me uh, if I signed with the Chiefs, I could keep the number 14 number, which I had in college. I was drafted in Canada at that time as a quarterback, and so as it came down trying to decide whether I was going to play in Canada as a quarterback or in Kansas City as a running back, uh, that was one of the things that helped me decide to uh, sign with the Chiefs because uh, one of the other issues was that Mike Garrett was the starting tailback in Kansas City and as the uh, coach in Canada said uh, do you know who Mike Garrett is and I said I think I do he said well he won the Heisman Trophy what makes you think you can beat him out in Kansas City? <laughs> uh, that's one of the reasons why I went to Kansas City.
6: Well, Ed, like you and Mike Garrett, we've got to run. Um, so thanks for the time so much, and, and thanks for one of the most memorable Christmas days in NFL history.
1: Great talking to you guys. Happy New Year. Thanks, Same to
6: you, Ed. Thanks. 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 That was former Chief star Ed Podolak. Up next, our last Renai Game Changers of the Year. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.
11: Hey, ready, Mom? First, I want to grab my secret weapon. Oh, a new paddle? Nope. My Centrum Silver multivitamins. Just discovered that now they're verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Oh, cool. Okay, here we go.
3: Centrum Silver, with daily support for your heart, brain, eyes, and more.
11: Score!
3: Centrum Silver, for all the most important parts of you. Now verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Check Centrum.com for details and Sunday's newspaper for a coupon.
8: Hi, Tom Baudet. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms of Motel 6, totally updated with all-new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Baudet for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at Motel6.com.
9: The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.375%. APR 4.51%. Call 800Quicken or go to QuickenLoans.com. That's 800Quicken.
10: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030.
9: Burger King presents Breakfast
7: Stories. Today's story Marty and the two for $4 Chris Sandwich.
2: Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, Chris Sandwich deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two
7: for $4? That is a huge bargain. Yoch, well said, Marty. Tasty, savory sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just four dollars. Only at Burger King. Price and participation vary.
12: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law.
6: Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. You know what? Probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. We're also sponsored by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and let's face it, who doesn't? Go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, yes, minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up and clean out what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Guys, this is our New Year's show, and of course, it wouldn't be a new year if we didn't have some resolutions, right? I mean, wait, Cleveland Brown's already resolved to win More than one game next year. So why can't we have our own New Year's resolutions? And the answer is, we can. Yes, we can. So, Goose, get us started. What's your resolution?
2: Well, I'm going to get back to East Lansing and get my football team straightened out. I I hate to sound like the Jacksonville Jaguars, but my Spartans are better than a three-win team.
0: Uh, You need to hire Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Ron? (laughs) I resolve to continue trying to get my boyhood idol dick butkus on the talk of fame network oh, or at least yes to get him to answer an email just an email <laughs> dick i'm begging you like a brother brother Gary
6: <laughs> lewis on his case hey i resolve to continue to push you guys yes members of the senior committee to get jerry kramer in the hall while he can still enjoy it i mean let's see he was on the 50th anniversary team but he's not in the hall that makes no sense to me. So, guys, let's get hopping. Hey, uh, Goose. Speaking of getting hopping, uh, we have a tonight game changer of the week here, and you're on the clock. So, get it started.
2: Frisco, Texas, is the home of the Cowboys' spanking new multi-million dollar practice facility. It's also home of my game changer, J. I. J. There have been four 200-yard rushing games in the NFL this season, and my guy has three of them, including one last week against the Bills. The NFL record is four. By Earl Campbell and Ajayi has single-handedly resurrected the Dolphins as a playoff contender and paved the path to their first 10-win season since 2008.
6: Well, Ron, I didn't realize this is the re- Renye Homer of the week. So <laughs> you can go roll. in the uh, 617 area code if you want.
0: This <laughs> man's on a roll.
2: It's Miami. Come on. <laughs>
0: My Renee Game Changer of the Week is Browns running back Isaiah Crowell, who can Crowell After scoring two, count him two touchdowns to help Cleveland win the for the first time in 377 days, thus Ouch. avoiding joining the 2008 Detroit Lions as the only NFL team to go 0-16. To which I say, Merry Christmas, Mary Kay Cabot. <laughs> yes, friend of, the show. friend of the show. Hey, guys, give me linebacker
6: Trent Cole and Goose. He's not from Dallas. He's... With the Indianapolis Colts. And no, they, they didn't win last weekend, but neither did the team they played. That would be Ron's Oakland Raiders, because uh, Trent Cole inadvertently broke Derek Carr's leg when he fell on him. And talk about a game changer. Ron, that changes everything for your Raiders and the AFC playoffs. It does. Speaking of game changers, we got our own here. Yes, Dr. Dad is next. That's our Rick Goslin, with his sign-off to 2016. Gooseman, what do you got?
2: Gentlemen, let me go on record right now. I like a Dallas-New England Super Bowl, and so does history. In each of the last three seasons, the top two seeds from each conference have advanced to the Super Bowl. Different Seattle in 2013. New England and Seattle in 2014, and Denver and Carolina in 2015. And looky, lucky, the Cowboys and the Patriots have already clinched the top seeds for this postseason, giving the, giving them the home fields throughout the conference playoffs. Now, this is an abrupt turnaround for the 2000 decade when only two of the top seeds went Super Bowls, Ron's Patriots in 2003 and the Saints in 2009. But that number one seed is still the place to be heading into January. In the 26th Super Bowl since the NFL started seeding teams in 1990, there have been 12 top seeds that claim Lombardi trophies. The next best showing has been from the number two seed with six Lombardies, followed by the number four seed with four. Only one third seed has won a Super Bowl. The 2006 Colts, it only one-fifth seed has hoisted that Lombardi trophy, the 2007 Giants. There have been, however, two six-seeds that have prevailed. The 2005 Steelers and 2010 Packers. But you won't see me placing my money on any six-seeds this postseason. Give me the two top seeds. Give me the Cowboys and the Patriots. That's the well... There's that signal, guys, that, yes, we're almost out of
6: 2016. So, Ron, before the ball drops, let's get to that two-minute drill.
0: Never drop the ball. (laughs) Bill O'Brien has led the Texans to the playoffs the last two years using six different starting quarterbacks. Is he the game's greatest coach or biggest masochist?
2: Neither. His division stinks. Playoff contention is one thing. Super Bowl contention is another. There is a difference.
0: Was having 10 men on the field for Jay Ajayi's run that set up the winning field goal for Miami, the straw that got Rex Ryan fired in Buffalo? Nope. Those previous 15 losses were.
2: (laughs) I think giving up three of those four 200-yard rushing games was a pretty good exit for Rex. (laughs) Who's your dark horse in the AFC playoffs? Miami. Kansas City because of the defense. Trick question. Who's your dark horse in the NFC playoffs? Green Bay. Agreed, because of the quarterback. Are you two willing to saddle either dark horse for a run to the Super Bowl 51?
0: Yes, I am. Green Bay. But only if
6: the Packers can sign Herb Adderley and Willie Davis.
2: Not I, said Stevie Coffin. But I'd love to see a KC Green Bay rematch of Super Bowl One. Oh, I like it. I like it.
0: Did the Vikings' secondary revolt against Mike Zimmer's
2: plan to cover Jordy
0: Nelson, or did they just go deaf when he was explaining it to them? Neither, Ronnie. To quote the great philosopher Forrest Gump, stupid is as stupid does.
2: Mike Zimmer has one of the best defensive minds in the game. His players lost theirs. (laughs) Should the Cowboys play Tony Romo this weekend? Yes,
6: siree. Just in case he's called on to lose another playoff game.
2: Yes, sir. The better he plays, the higher the trade value. What about the Patriots? Should they sit Tom Brady this weekend in Miami?
6: No, uh, uh-uh, uh, they shouldn't. He's the quarterback of my
0: fantasy football team.
2: Yes, he doesn't take sacks. Only seven in the last seven games, so the risk is minimal. <laughs> Should the
0: Broncos play Paxton Lynch or
2: stick a uh, stick with Tremor Simeon?
0: Play Paxton. Find out what you have
6: for 2017 before you go fishing for Tony Roma.
2: Agreed play Lynch, see what you got, then call the Cowboys.
6: Wow, well, that means we're out of time. Hey, we want to thank Heinz Ford, Kellen Winslow, and Ed Podolak for joining us,
2: Derek Burns for
6: producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to hear this or any podcast, just go to our website, network.com, or find us on iTunes or your podcast app. Otherwise, look for us on this station, and at this time next week, or next year, we'll be here. We hope you will be too. Happy New Year, Happy everyone! Happy New Year! Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.
11: Hey, ready, Mom? First, I want to grab my secret weapon. Oh, a new paddle? Nope, my Centrum Silver multivitamins. Just discovered that now they're verified non GMO and gluten free. Oh, cool.
3: Okay, here we go. Centrum Silver, with daily support for your heart, brain, eyes, and more, so nothing gets past you. Score! Centrum Silver, for all the most important parts of you. Now, verified non-GMO and gluten-free. Check Centrum.com for details.
7: Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Bob and the two-for-four-dollar dollars Croissant Sandwich.
4: So, here's a doozy. I'm eating my 2 croissant sandwich for $4, you know, and this lady comes over. Making big moon eyes, and I'm like, keep your paws off my other Chris sandwich, ma'am.
7: Great story, Bob. Thick cut bacon and eggs on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price participation vary.
9: The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is four APR, 4.51%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN.
10: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, Access.org, number 3030. Hi, Tom Bodet. Seems like everyone's
8: got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every Time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com.